Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. Why is it that some sales cycles linger on forever and other people manage to get that same complex sale done in half the time or less? In our Same Side Selling Academy, we often ask people to share success stories. And one of the common themes in recent months has been, gee, our sales cycle used to be nine months. Now it's four months. Or we had a deal that was lingering for two years. We took this approach and it turned into a multi-million dollar deal in less than 45 days. Or our typical sale had been $300,000. Now our average sale is $600,000. And when you keep hearing these over and over, you start thinking, well, what, what are the common attributes of these deals that are happening shorter, where the average sale is larger typically? And then when I ask people, well, how much pricing pressure was there? They say, well, there really wasn't much pricing pressure at all. And I know that pricing pressure is a common frustration. Long sales cycles, also a common frustration. Being stuck at certain deal sizes, not breaking through, a common frustration that people share. And so when people have done this, what are some of the common trends that I'm spotting that are making a difference to compress the sales cycles? And in some cases, you might think, well, is it coincidental? It's not. And I want to boil down for you the key steps that people take that I find happen to shorten the sales cycle and get people to be less price sensitive. So the first is that instead of leading the conversation, talking about your products or services, they first disarm and they say, I don't yet know that we can help you. Yes, we've helped other businesses just like yours, other organizations just like yours to solve one of these two or three major problems. If one of those is worth talking about, great. If not, there's really not much for us to talk about. That disarming does two things. One, it lets them know that you're not just showing up to sell something. You're just trying to solve one of these two or three major issues. So you're instantly showing up to solve, not sell. It means the client's going to more, be more open with you. And if they identify one of those three issues as being a priority, you immediately have shifted the conversation from what you are selling to what they are trying to solve or address, which means we immediately are talking about them and not talking about ourselves, our products, our services. So once we start doing that, then we get to navigate through what in same side selling we refer to as the same side quadrant. So we ask questions about, so gee, why that issue? How long has this been going on? What have you done to try and solve it? That's the issue, the upper left quadrant. The upper right quadrant, we focus on the impact, namely, what happens if you don't solve this? How big of an issue is that? See, what we're trying to do is we're trying to help the client build a business case. It's our job to be skeptical and say, have you convinced me that you have a problem that's worth solving? Because if you haven't, I'm not going to waste my time developing a solution for a problem that you don't think is worth solving. So they immediately shift to, why is this so important? Then a pivotal piece that each of these people who has compressed their sales cycle, increased their deal size has done is they focus on the lower left quadrant, what we call the results quadrant. And they ask questions like, just because you spend money with us doesn't mean we're successful. What are we going to measure together six months down the road, a year down the road to know that this was successful? I want to make sure that we can be held accountable for delivering results. So what would you need to see? 
And the client might say, well, we want to see this outcome, that outcome, great. Even if we do everything we said we would do, what might prevent you from getting that result? If you want to get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. The client will then usually identify their own deficiencies, which creates opportunities for you to add additional services to fill those gaps. So if you're thinking, well, okay, so how do they go from $300,000 to $600,000 deals? How do they go from $300,000 to multi-million dollar deals? How do they go from long sales cycles where nothing was happening to all of a sudden multi-million dollar deals in a short period of time? It's because they're having a discussion with the client about why they might need to do this and what success looks like. So the client looks and says, if I don't solve this, it's costing me $5 million. Success would look like not only will we recover that $5 million, but another $10 million on top of that. They just realize that it's costing them five. They would get 10 on top of it. That's a $15 million value difference. Now the client can say, oh, well, wow, we're solving a $15 million problem. Wow, $600,000 is no big deal to do that. The other key that I'm noticing is that people are doing a great job of differentiating early on in the process. So they use what we teach as the client vision pyramid to identify with their clients and prospects. Here are the three different levels of partnerships that you might be seeking if you're trying to solve that problem. The industry is kind of shaped like a pyramid. We identify here's what happens at the effective level, the enhanced level, and the engaged level, which is the pinnacle of the industry, which level you're looking for. Now, the key here is not to get trapped into trying to convince people they want to be at the engaged level. If they only want to be at the effective level, they're not your client. They're just going to focus on price. The deal is probably going to drag on forever. The people at the engaged level, once they acknowledge that and you say, well, where do you think you are today? They're like, well, at best, our current vendor is at the effective level. Now they identify that gap. And oftentimes the client will say to you, well, how quickly can you do this? If we can focus on differentiation, if we can make it so the client sees how we're different from somebody else, if we can show them that we're focused on results more so than the sale, that's when deals happen faster. Why do deals get dragged out? Because the client isn't sure if they can make the case for, for the investment they would have to make. And they're uncertain about multiple things when it comes to delivery. They might be concerned about your ability to deliver results, but more often than not, they're concerned with their own ability to execute and make those things happen. So when you ask questions like, even if we did everything right, what would prevent you from seeing these results? That's when the, the client starts saying, oh, well, now not only can they cover the issues that they as a vendor are delivering for, but they can cover our deficiencies as well. It lowers their perceived risk. They can identify and make the business case for what happens if they don't solve the issue. And that's when the clients beat a path to your door for the solution. And here's the best part. They're going to ask you fewer questions about your solution because you've demonstrated such a mastery and understanding of their situation that they're going to almost assume that you can do what they need. And then you might even say to them, what are the two or three things you need to see to be comfortable that this is the right solution for you? And then all you have to do is show them those two or three things and magic happens. So I don't want to oversimplify it. This is something that is simple, but not easy. It's a defined process that you follow to make sure that you can have these types of conversations. But when you do it, what you'll find is that you can shorten sales cycles, reduce pricing pressure, and achieve remarkably better success with less effort. If this episode is helpful for you, just rate it, review it, put a like in there, add a comment, 
anything that you feel would be beneficial, share it with a friend or colleague. If there are additional topics you'd like me to cover, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. I'll see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long. Mm-hmm.